Hey everybody, and welcome to the Crypto Masters Podcast, helping the general public to master an understanding of crypto assets. My name is Brian McCoy. And my name is Ross Eaton. And we are the, the Crypto, Crypto Masters. All right, Ross, the topic of today's episode is Hedera Hashgraph, which uses DAG technology for its distributed ledger. We've discussed this uh, DAG before on previous episodes. It is not blockchain. Boom, that's interesting. Ooh. Instead, it uses its patented Hashgraph. Stay tuned to find out more. A yes. quick reminder. <laughs> Hook is set. <laughs> Hook is set. A quick reminder. Our goal here, here at the Crypto Masters is to provide information about crypto assets to help the public decide if it's something they want to invest in and do further research on their own. We generally look at projects to determine if they would be good for long-term investment, not really short-term trading. Yeah, for sure. We're, we're trying to provide information about different crypto assets to really allow you to make your own investment decisions. And if you haven't heard our show before, this is the time we say this is not financial advice. Um, but it's hey, not. guys. It is not. It, it, it is not. <laughs> but hey, buckle up because uh, we're going to discuss, uh, you know, directed acyclic graphs and Boom. that's what that's dag. what brian just mentioned that's we'll dag. be from here on out just know we're saying dag that's what we're talking about um but we've talked about that in a previous episode of iota um but iota's focus is really the internet of things and uh hedera's hash graph has a a little bit different focus brian yeah yeah it's more on the big companies the enterprises and so We'll be talking about that. So let's start at the beginning, Ross. We don't always do this, but let's start with the history and the founders. Ooh, a little, little twist, Brian. Little I twist. like it. Hedera. It's uh, not directed. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Hedera Hashgraph started as a company called Swirlds. I don't know. Worlds? Swirlds. Anyway, which started That's at... a good pause. Yeah, it was started <laughs> by a, a couple of computer scientists named Mance Raider. Oh, wait. No. Game of Thrones. People know what I'm talking Mance Harmon and uh, Dr. Lehman Baird. So they were in the U U.S. Air Force together. And the company started in Texas. Its white paper was released in 2016. So Swirls raised several millions in an, in an IPO in, or an ICO in 2017 and started Hedera Hashgraph. Hedera Hashgraph now is actually governed by 39 corporations including Google, Boeing, IBM, LG, and Swirls. You're sure you're saying that right? Google? Go <laughs> okay. I did sure. say Swirls. <laughs> so this is called their governing council. And these council members run nodes, uh, some of them, and, and they're the ones to decide changes or upgrades to the protocol. Its consensus mechanism is patented. It's not open source like most crypto projects, and it cannot be forked. They're very serious on not allowing any forks of their uh, of their code. So Ross, at a high level, how does Hedera Hashgraph work? Yeah, so definitely going high level here. Um, just kind of disclaimer at just before I start this, that it is complex. Uh, we'll leave links below, but we're just keeping a high level here. But it's a layer one platform. It's a target user seems to be, you know, larger corporations. And as you said, Brian, it's a DAG. Uh, it's not blockchain. 
Um, you know, blockchain is linear. I'm talking with my hands here. So if you're on the podcast, I'm sorry, but, yeah. uh, blockchain is linear. You know, it's one block follows one and forms a chain. Whereas DAG, um, the nodes kind of share information with each other, um, about transactions. So over time, each node kind of learns about the, the whole network itself. Um, and this is sort of a random fashion in, uh, you know, e obviously each transaction is timestamped. Um, but Hedera calls this aspect of its consensus mechanism uh, gossiping. Um, so hopefully that didn't put a bad taste in your mouth if you're uh, <laughs> uh, the... Against gossip? Yeah, against <laughs> gossip. Uh, but there's no specific time in which the nodes are required to uh, reach a consensus. Um, so it's a... It is a proof-of-stake mechanism um, with no block time, um, and this allows the nodes to achieve, achieve consensus in uh, just a few seconds. Um, but uh, we'll leave links below, you know, with everything again, because it, there's a lot going on here with the consensus, consensus mechanism, and it's not... It's not... Uh, Easy to explain. It's not... A, yeah. yeah, if... We, I mean, we could have a whole episode on how this consensus <laughs> mechanism works. We really could. It's that complex. Um, but yeah, see the links below. Yeah, I um, think that's a good, good way to do it. Yeah, but Hedera reports that it can process around 10,000. That's uh, three zeros after 10, Brian. 10,000 transactions per second. Think about that. That's a big number. That's, uh, that is a big number. Um, but... Hedera's claims about this transaction, there is a little asterisk uh, with it, um, that uh, the 10,000 10, transactions per second is limited to just wallet-to-wallet -wallet transactions. So, you know, me sending Brian some money because I owed him some money or something, you know. Uh, but for these transactions, uh, you know, for other transactions, I mean, it's uh, it seems to be around 10 per second. So... Quite a difference there. A little bit. A uh, little <laughs> difference there. Uh, little zeros taken away. Um, but Hedera's network can be used for smart contracts. Um, and uh, I'll kind of go into this later. But, um, you know, of course, we've seen smart contract platforms before. You can run dApps on it, stuff like that. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about his token here, HBAR. And the tokenomics of HBAR are there's a maximum supply of 50 billion and right now there are under 9 billion in circulating supply so only about 18 percent in circulation right now so there's still a lot of inflation remaining that's a lot yeah i believe there is a a you know a, a graduated release for those maybe over 15 years so it's not like all of the remaining it's not just gonna dump the remaining yeah, inflation yeah, is not yeah. gonna be dumped uh, immediately <laughs> In 2018, Hedera Hashbar sold about 17% of its total in a pre-sale to accredited investors. So, pretty big pre-sale. In 2019, these early investors dumped some of their Hbar on the market, and that you know affected the price, as dumps always do. Yeah. In 2020, even more uh, tokens were distributed to the early investors. So I think it was maybe another 3%. So there are at least a uh, total of 20% distributed to the early investors or the pre-release. It's not a mine. It's not proof of work. But there was a, a, about a 20% pre-release, and then there was some allocation to the founders also. And those allocations uh, are not subject to any lockup. And we've seen, Ross, and others, so it's a proof of stake. So these uh, stakeholders that we're talking about on the council that run the nodes, some of the big names that I just mentioned, 
Google, IBM, et cetera. Um, you know, they've, um, they've staked some, some HBAR, but in, unlike some other projects that we've talked about where there's an ability to slash the stake of a validator node that engage in malicious behavior. We've talked about uh, that many oh, Yeah, for yeah sure. so Hedera does not mm-hmm. have that. Um, which it is would be nice to slash Google, though, wouldn't yeah, you say? Well, yeah. yes, you can kind of see why. It's like they don't really want to slash Google. Yeah. I don't know if I stole your thunder there. Yeah, no, that's fine. So as far as network incentives to encourage the price action for HBAR, you know, the network fees are paid in HBAR, so that, like most projects, is how there's uh, demand for the token. There are no blocks, so there are no block rewards. The nodes get about 90% of the fees, and then about the other 10% of the fees goes to the swirls for the licensing royalties. Again, we mentioned it's patented. Swirls has a patent. Um, And swirls can sell their HBAR on the open market. So again, there's no lockup for that. So bottom line, and I'll maybe probably talk about this later, is you yeah. know there's some issues with the HBAR tokenomics. Okay, well, on a positive note, let me talk about the uh, big names on its council. Um, as you mentioned, Google, that's a big name, of course. Uh, pretty big name. Pretty big. Uh, <laughs> Google joined the council in 2020. Uh, also, Zane Group, a big telecom company in the Middle East, joined the council Um so, um, you know, with these big councils we mentioned before, they're kind of going after these big, bigger contracts like that. Um, yeah. But uh, Hedera also got involved with tracking COVID-19 vaccine, tr- tracking COVID-19 vaccine. And, you know, they partnered with the Mayo Clinic and National Health Services in the UK for vaccine tracking. Um, it's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, also a big company called Highland. Um, that's really impressive. They, uh, joined in as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can see their, you know, big names on the council. They're kind of going after, uh, you know, big contracts partnering with, you know, the Mayo Clinic, stuff like that. Yep. And, uh, very recently Hedera has been mentioned in, um, patient applications or patent <laughs> applications for JP Morgan, Alibaba, uh, Amazon, eBay, Samsung, Motorola, Sony, big just names. Big names, just to name a few. Um, but I'm not sure what to make of this. Um, but it seems to be, you know, some very, very big companies are um, involved and interested in the uh, Hedera, graph te- uh, Hedera Hashgraph technology. So you can see we got some big players on the council involved, and obviously those players can land these big contracts. Yeah, so, I mean, there's yeah. no question. They have an impressive list of companies that they're working with. Yeah, they've got the trust behind them. So, yeah. yeah, so you got to, you know, you got to think about that. That's a factor for sure in their favor. So, but one area of criticism for Hedera is decentralization or lack thereof. So we've, yep. <laughs> we've talked before, Ross, about the three pillars of distributed ledger technology, right? Yep. You got scalability, you got security, and you got decentralization. And what basically everybody says is you can get two of these three, but it's really hard to get all three. Yep. And and for DAG technology, which we talked about before with IOTA, which I we both really liked. Oh, yeah. For and sure. um, with, with the DAG technology, you can get the two, uh, scalability and security, right? And mm-hmm. so where they have the issue with, with DAG technology is decentralization, uh, that's the case for IOTA, and I think that's the case for Hedera Hashgraph as well. So you may recall with IOTA, they, you know, they have a centralized, they call it coordinator, to determine the final consensus. And they're trying to eliminate it. Uh, as I last looked at their 
uh, roadmap. They're hoping to eliminate it by the end of 2021. Um, but, you know, they've been doing it before. They've been they've tried to eliminate the coordinator with the cord aside yeah. before. So it's just an issue with DAG technology. So, yeah, uh, yeah. let's look at the decentralization for Hedera Hashgraph. And to me, when we talk about decentralization, there's really two aspects of it. You know, one is the consensus mechanism and the other is the governance mechanism. Uh-huh. So let's start with consensus mechanism, which you talked about before, how, you know, nodes share the information through gossiping and that's the hash graph and it's fast and it's secure. And I, I think that's accurate. But I, I looked at the Hedera website itself and there was a blog post from, uh, you know, re- fairly recently from when we we're doing this, May of 2021. And they just upgraded from 18 nodes to 20 nodes in their network. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you think about number of nodes, um, that is not uh, very many. It's pretty low. Pretty yeah. low. And then yeah. my understanding is that council member members that we talked about before, like Google, LG, and et cetera, those are the node operators. So of the 20, many or most of those are also council members. Um, so I would say, you know, first of all, 20 nodes is not decentralized. Now, to be fair, Hedera says that it will continue to expand node operators and someday there'll be many nodes, you know, maybe hundreds or something like that. But, you know, not now. There's 20. Yeah, for sure. This is this is where it is right now, for right. sure. Yeah. So um, it is proof of stake, but there is no, like we've talked about before, there's usually a mechanism where if you have a bad actor or somebody, a node engages in malicious behavior, you can stake, you can slash their stake as sort of a punishment for the bad action. Mm -hmm. So according to Hedera itself, uh, from a video I've seen, the the remedy against the bad, bad acting is for a node, bad acting by a node is, I guess, for um, the entity to take it to court, you know, um, (laughs) <laughs> lawyer up, you know. Now, I'm in favor of policies that contribute to the welfare of lawyers and their families. Yeah, I, I think you have a background in <laughs> such, a uh, <laughs> such activities. Yeah, but to me, this seems seems very impractical, almost absurd, you know, to take a, a node to court. And you, I know firsthand how long that takes. It's just not. Yeah, it's right. kind of like in the meantime, what's happening to the system? What's yeah, happening in the yeah. years? The bad, yeah. yeah. So anyway, and so then let's talk about the governance. In our last podcast, you, you we talked about Bancor and its DAO and how almost really everything is voted on by the token holders. Uh-huh. Um, with Hedera, it's the council that makes all decisions. And that's right now 39 members. So Again, not very decentralized. So to be fair, others can make proposals, but then they're not part of the decision. The council makes the decision. Yeah. So again, not um, not exactly decentralized. And like I said before, council members also run the nodes. So, you know, that's an issue. And then again, we're talking about decentralization. Remember, technology is patented by Swirls. So you know, Swirls or whoever, and I don't know the details of the licensing agreement between Swirls and Hedera Hashgraph, but Swirls own the technology of Hashgraph. So again, something to think about. Yeah. Um, so this is the part of the show where you just tell you how to buy it or where to buy it. Um, so, it, and of course, again, we're backing up, but the Hedera Hashgraph has the HBAR token. So where can you buy that token if you, you know, like what we're talking about? 
Um, it's listed on Binance, Huobi Global, Bittrex, OKEX, and if you're in the U.S., you can buy it on Binance U.S. Um, so relatively easy for people to get their hands on it, but um, not so many options for uh, U.S. citizens at this yeah. time. But we have we were talking about this before, Brian, that there's a rumor. Of course, you know how rumors are in the crypto space. There's a lot of them, um, <laughs> and it's always on Twitter. But uh, the rumor is it's going to be added to Coinbase, um, which I don't think that's too far-fetched. I mean, uh, as of this episode, Hedera or the HBAR tokens within the the uh, top 100 uh, in market cap. So yeah. I, that's not too crazy of a rumor. So, hey, no. we'll see. We'll I, and see. I, like you said, I saw some, you know, videos or whatever that, that rumor is that um, Coinbase is going to list it soon, but who knows? Yeah. All right. I think, Ross, it's time for final thoughts. And you are up this week, sir. Oh, it is me. Um, well, I, we, me and Brian always sidebar this stuff before he's talk. So I'm hoping I'm not stealing any Go ahead. points Steal or my thoughts. thunder. I don't care. <laughs> but, uh, you I, take the it, heat, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I say, you know, obviously the tech's gotta be good. If you've got big players like, you know, Alibaba and Google and all these big players joining the council. I mean, the tech's good. Um, uh, it's not decentralized, and we kind of talked about the three pillars. You know, it's got scalability, it's got security. Um, but I mean, if you're not going to be decentralized um, and achieve scalability, it's kind of like you're you're not playing the same game as someone like Ethereum or Bitcoin that is decentralized. It, we were talking about this analogy before. Like, it's kind of like if me and Brian were running a race and we we're timing our times. You know, oh, I'm faster than Brian. Brian's faster than me this week. And then someone comes along on a bicycle and says, "Hey, I beat you both." It's like, well, yeah, we're we're running. We're not. We don't have a bike in this race, you know. So I don't know. That's a loose comparison, but I don't. For me, I I I think this is going to do well with the who's on the council. I think they're going to be able to land contracts as they have, uh, you know, with the COVID nineteen tracking we've seen. Yeah, but that's impressive. I think out of principle with um you know the patented technology and open source and you know me being a developer and being a you know a big supporter of open source technology i i think it's uh it's not gonna enter my portfolio um and yeah that that's kind of my final <laughs> thought there uh, i'll okay. keep it light but i'm not a fan i'm not, not a fan not not gonna buy it all yeah. right so i you know like you ross i like the dag technology as an alternative to blockchain we Got into a lot of detail on this on our IOTA episode, and I think we both were like, wow, this DAG technology is different. And, oh, and sure. to me, I think it's good for the crypto space to have alternatives. You know, blockchain is a standard, but now there's something different. There's this DAG, and, um, you know, IOTA calls it the Tangle, and uh, uh, Hedera Hashgraph calls it the Hashgraph, but it's different. So I like that. And that's the kind of thing that can lead to improvements, which benefits everybody in the crypto space. Yeah. So, and, and I agree with you. As far as I can tell, the tech for Hedera is good. I would even say very good. Um, you know, I don't think Google, LG, IBM, and other big enterprises would be getting on board like this unless it was good technology. So the tech is good. Yeah. Kudos for the tech. And to me, the founders seem uh, very impressive and very smart. So I, I like them. And so I think on the security and the, you know, the throughput or the scalability, really good. They nailed it. But here comes the back. <laughs> this is centralized. Here we go, folks. Strap yeah. in. <laughs> I mean, I know that 
they say they're on the road to decentralization, and they probably are. And a lot of crypto assets are early in the decentralization process, so I don't want to hammer them too hard for this. But right now, this is very centralized. It promises that it'll add more nodes and maybe even expand the council. But from what I can tell, that appears to be a long, long way off. Yeah. And, and to me, the fact that it's tech is patented. Um, how do you ever get really decentralized if your tech is patented? I mean, Swirl owns the patent. There's a single point of failure. There's your single point of control. Um, yeah. So that's just an issue. And, you know, I don't want to go too far on the extreme. I'm, I'm not a zealot on, you know, sort of the ideals or principles of crypto, which very much embrace decentralization. Um, you know, if somebody out there just wants to make money, I want to invest in this, maybe like a stonk, you know, yeah. I own stonks, so I can't cast too many stones. Those are centralized. Yeah, I'm in that boat. So if you just want to make money and you're not on the spirit of crypto, um, thing, then that's fine. You know, I, I, that's legit. That's, that's your thing. I think for some people, they'll be turned off by that fact alone. Yeah. But for others, you know, uh, Hey, I'm just here to make some money. So can this make some money? Well, again, I think the tech is good and they are doing outstanding with these enterprises that are getting on board. But for me, and I've mentioned this before with other yeah. projects, the tokenomics of this are not good. I was going to say putrid, but I'll just say not good. Oh, yeah. We've heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. First of all, they've had a, a putrid they, counter almost. <laughs> yeah. They had a very big presale. Um, you know, where they sold to accredited investors or, or venture capitalists and the founders got a pretty big uh, allocation with no lockups. There's still a bunch of inflation. I think we saw, you know, 82% or something like that still to be released, you know, time released, but still it's going to, it's going to come to market at some point. To me, that's just too high. The scarcity isn't going to happen for a long, long, long time. So yeah. I don't see the investment to buy HBAR. I love DAG technology, but right now, at least with tokenomics, cer certainly I owe, I like IOTUS uh, tokenomics better. I mean, IOTUS totally released every, <laughs> it's, oh. it, it's circulation is, is the total. So there's no more to be released. So there's scarcity with IOTA and there's yeah. not with, with HBAR. Um, granted, the technology is different. The, the, really, the market is different. I mean, IOTA went after Internet of Things. But it also does have smart contracts and, you know, it's much more broad than that. And I think the same with Hedera, like they're going after big enterprises, but, you know, has smart contracts and everybody can use it. I just think if it comes down to tokenomics, um, clearly IOTA is better. And really just based on the tokenomics and the centralization, it's not for me. I, I, I won't be buying. But again, do your own research. Take what we've said as a starting point and go from there yeah yeah definitely let us know in the comments below tear us apart if you feel that you you or, want to i mean tear us apart <laughs> or or give us some facts you know or or give yeah, some some yeah. arguments and we're certainly open to that um and then you know maybe the people that listen to the podcast or watch the video will go to the comments and see the other arguments which i know exist and oh for sure and yeah, there are smart yeah. people investing in this so you know i'm not saying i'm just saying it's really it's not for me yeah, yeah. And primarily for the two reasons I said, lack of decentralization and um, tokenomics. Yeah, I think tokenomics aside, for sure, this 
I mean, this would be a good investment. You know, I, I, I can't say it's a bad investment. You no, know, the, it has the potential, but yeah. with the tokenomics, how, you know, are you going to benefit from that? Yeah, That's exactly. Question. So, That's something to look into. Yeah. I, I, for me, it's kind of like, you know, piggybacking off Brian tokenomics and then principle, you know? So, yeah. yeah. If you're, if you're a decentralization purist, you're not going to invest in this. That, that's yeah. just the fact. Yeah. And I wouldn't say we necessarily are, but I just love decentralization, open source, sharing information and technology. That's why I love yeah. it. For me, it's so. a factor, but not a deal killer. Yeah. But yeah. for some people, you know, their principles are otherwise. And for other people, they won't care at all. So yeah. let's just, is this going to make me money? So, you know, that's what yeah. you got to sign. Hey, that's totally fine. <laughs> all right, man. So that was Hedera Hashgraph. You know what? Join us next time for another crypto asset on the Crypto Masters. Yeah. And again, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think. And hey, this was a uh, episode suggested by one of our followers. And if you want us to cover something next, comment down below and we'll sure to put it on our list. We're, inter we're interactive. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.